Welcome back to The Grinder, guys. We are about to step into The Grindhouse with a local guest. He is he owns a company based out of Coweta County. They service Newton, and they also service all over Georgia. And so I think this is going to be a very good one for you guys to be able to understand. Uh, he's brought his business from zero to one million plus this year. And I think it's going to bring a lot of value and a lot of uh, great information into your life and how he got to where he is today. And so with that being said, I'm going to introduce James, the dolphin with eyebrows, Chapman, into the scene. What's going on, Chapman? Bro, I'm doing good. I'm going to start off real quick with a quote I saw this morning. Yep. There are three kinds of people in this world, people who make it happen, people who watch what happens, and people who wonder what happens. Tommy Lasorda. I think today we're about to speak to a guy that is making it happen. And I'm really looking forward to it because I'm fired the fuck up today. I came in today fucking crushing it. Like I'm just excited, man. Like I'm grateful. I'm excited. And I just realized like if I'm the person that will walk in here, grab my balls and actually make it happen, like I can do whatever I want. I mean, how could you not wake up and feel good after something like that? If you, if you get that mindset. So anyways, with that, thank you for the wonderful introduction. Welcome to our guest. Appreciate our listeners. Hey, do me a favor. If you haven't subscribed yet, uh, give us a little subscribe button. Hit that thing. Let's see what happens with it. Let's see how it makes you feel, okay? If you're feeling really frisky, maybe go ahead and give us a review, all right? Any review. I want to hear some feedback, all right? Because I can always do better, all right? Because I'm trying to make it happen, okay? So with that, Nick, how are you, man? You doing good today? Yeah, I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, excited. Excited you're joining us. Um, can you start off? Tell us, tell us a little bit about your company, what you do, and you know what you are trying to achieve. Yeah, man. So uh, our my, my company is Hero Roofing. Uh, me and my father own it. I'm the CEO. We started last November is uh, when we first came into business. Um, so we're coming up on a year now. Um, we do, of course, full roof replacements repairs, uh, gutter works. We do seamless gutters. A little bit of, you know, we do exterior work, painting, siding, all that, but our main focus is definitely roof replacements. That's an interesting name, Hero Roofing. What, what, where did that come from? Originally it came from um, just, I have a lot of homeowners when I used to work for another company, I would just tell me how bad of a rep like here, like roofing has in general. Yeah. Like, there's so many shady contractors in the industry. There's guys taking money. There's guys doing faulty work. Um, so our slogan is your roof hero. So basically we know we're, we're kind of in business to change, to change the, um, the persona of the industry and kind of just give people a better view on, on roofing that there is actually reputable contractors out there. There are guys that want to make a good living on doing excellent work. And that's kind of what our, the backbone of our business is just being your hero. And you got all these other, I guess, zeros, I should say in the industry. Yeah. I like that. What, uh, so, I mean, do you, you, is your background written? Like what made you two decide to open a roofing company? Um, well, you know, I kind of just fell into it. Honestly, I worked for another company first. Um, I was, a, I was a sales rep and then their sales manager and they were out of the Buford area. So I was kind of running all the sales on the South side. Um, uh, and I just really, I really fell in love with what I did and helping people. And, um, I'm just one of those people that I've always had an entrepreneur heart and I don't think, no one's ever going to run it like the, the way you want it to be done. Um, 
especially when it's your names on it. Cause at the end of the day, a lot of these homeowners, when they were thinking of that company I was working for, they were just thinking of me. They didn't know who the owner was and they're coming to me with everything. So if things were going wrong or the things were, weren't done the way I liked them. And um, I think when I first started working for that company, I had people are telling me like, Oh man, you need to go ahead, open your own business. You need to do your own business. No one's to do it the way you you want it done. And, and my dad was living in Biloxi and he was one of those people that was like, you know, we should, you should look into doing this too. And I was like, we need to move back and, you know, help me out and see if we can do it. So I got him to move back to Georgia and, and we started running with it. That's very cool. cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I like, I like that simple fact of like, you saw that you could do it. You wanted to do it. And then simply just kind of put, put the stone to the grindstone and you just, you just went for it. Um, so I want to, I want to know, you know, we, we had a little bit of a conversation prior to uh, starting the cast and I wanted to touch on the simple fact that you got started from zero, obviously, because you started what the beginning of this year. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then now your sales are where? We just we're at a million and sixty-two thousand. God, that's fucking awesome. How legit is that, dude? Like your first year of business and you already hit a million. That's yeah, I mean, it's it's unreal because you gotta think three, four years ago I was happy making like two thousand dollars a month bartending, like working sixty hours a week. And uh and now I just think I'm like, man, I've touched a million dollars this year. Like I didn't make a million dollars, of course. That'd yeah. be great. But I've touched a million dollars. Some people won't ever do in their life of their life, you know. So it's it is it's a blessing. Yeah. Well, do you got do you have some like do you have some kind of special fucking berry dust <laughs> sprinkled that made it work? My point no. to it is, man. So you know, Addison and I talk about this. You know, this this podcast is based around people either trying to go to the next level, step it up, go to the next tier, and right. you know, I mean, Addison and I are doing that constantly. I mean, are we not? Yeah. So yeah. you know, it, that's what gets me. It's just like less than a year you've done that now that's impressive i don't know if that's normal result results i assume it's not that's somebody fucking stepping up and busting their ass and and not taking no for an answer but it always comes back to when somebody tells me well like well i just either can't afford that or i can't do that or that's impossible like there's stuff i choose not to do i look at and say i'm gonna go do this and i come back and say nah i'm not gonna do it because the numbers don't add up it doesn't make sense. It's not going to work out the way I thought it would, but I'm going to go explore it, right? I'm going to go feel it out and everything. But I wonder how many people are missing out because they just won't say, you know what? I think this is a good idea. I'm going to go balls to the wall on it and try to get it done. I mean, perfect, perfect example right now. I mean, yeah, you got, you had prior experience in it. I'm sure you had some connections, but shit, everybody's got some prior experience in something. Right. Some connections and something they just choose you know when somebody tells me they can't do it and it's like well how much research have you done like have you ran the numbers fucking blows my mind blows my mind it excites me for you nick it disappoints me the other people who don't go out there and try to take advantage of it but i'm thankful i'm thankful hey look I, i'm sure there's agents right now there's other roofers that you're beating right now you're beating them not because you're smarter or more talented it's because you won't take no for an answer. And you go after it. Same with Addison for real estate agents. Same with me for insurance agents. It's that fucking simple guys. Like just go harder and do more and fucking think about what you're doing and get somewhere in life. It, it's that fucking simple. Worst case scenario is you totally fucking lose. You get your teeth kicked in and you're still at the same fucking spot you were when you started, but you're a little bit smarter. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't, I, 
it blows my mind. I'm excited for you, man. I, I want you to, to fucking dominate. Okay. So thank you, James, for all of the, the hoorah. Um, so I want to, I, I want to touch on this, Nick. Uh, I want to know from day one until, you know, your first million, uh, I want to, I want to touch base on that and, and, and figure out what got you from point A to point B and then what you plan on doing after point B. Yeah. Um, a lot of what James said is pretty much how we ran our business. We, we set small initial goals, but we never had like a, a certain, like we got to do this to make it happen. We just went out and we put in a lot of time, a lot of effort, absorbed as much info as we can, uh, made sure we had the, we were extremely, extremely picky about who works for us. I think that's a big thing is a lot of roofing companies are just hiring some random crew. They're not actually being there when the roof's being built um, versus with, with us, you know, I'm, I'm running a lot of the sales, a lot of insurance means, a lot of that stuff. And my dad is on, on, on the job from the time we start at seven in the morning to the time we finish, making sure it goes smoothly. You know, we have a consistent crew, but the big thing is just, you know, is taking care of the homeowner and taking care of the home and just each customer to us, we, we treat it like, I mean, that's the most valuable customer that there is. So when we're building the roof, we take completely hundred percent care of that person, you know, then they're recommending referring us to their 10 friends and family. And it just, and that's, I think that's the best way to grow a business. You know, you got a lot of companies that are trying to pay for all these expensive leads and they're shooting, you know, having home advisors send them stuff and you know, all this scams for them to just try to get business. So nothing's going to get you better business, making more money than just putting in the work and the time and taking care of the people that's in front of you. And that's really just, I mean, that's all, that's all we've done. Right. And then, so, you know, I, I can, I can personally say that's, that's very much how we've focused on building our business is, is referral based. You know, it's, it's become something that when I get a review on Google or Facebook or, or simply anything that, that people are allowed to review on and they give us a five-star review and then they go in and they actually fill in a paragraph of how we helped them and how much we were actually able to um, not only service their needs, but listen to them when they were speaking and right. being able to go the extra, you know, hour and a half out of the way to go help them in a, on, a, on a home they may not even purchase. It meant a lot to that person. And I was just simply just doing what I thought that I should do. Right. And it, it's crazy how much that one little thing affects someone else's life. And then that in return jumps into, you know, 20 people in their life that they're like, Hey, if you have this need, this guy can service that need and you need to go talk to him. Right. Those things compound, bro. And, and that's, and, and you're seeing that in your first year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's what I, what I like is that neither one of you, when you both talked about it, neither one of you mentioned that you were the low cost provider. You know, I said I was cheap, right? right? We all got to be competitive, but you know, it, there's so much more to a good business a good business is, is number one is not going to be the cost, you know? So, um, having a quality product, you know, you talk about all the quality you do, the people you hire, how you're on the job, you know, it's not about, well, I'm the cheapest out there. Right. That's, that's not a good business, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think especially in, in your field, James, I mean, people are like, where can I get the cheapest insurance? Where can I get, you know, because that, that's a monthly bill or an annual right. bill. Right. And so yeah. people are like, holy shit, I need to see how much, how much lower I can get this and still get some service. Right. 
when yeah. in reality, yeah, you know, I'll say that, you know, my, my insurance is with you on my vehicle on basically everything that I own at this moment is with you. Right. right? And it's not, you're definitely not the cheapest. I'm no. sure I can go right down the road and, and figure out somebody who would be cheaper, but, and, and I don't just work business with you just because you and I do business together or because you, you know, you are family. Mm-hmm. It's simply the fact because I know if I need you, I can call you and it's like, Hey, dude, right. we'll, get, we'll get you squared away. And if I have a problem with, let's just say I get in a fender bender down the road, I know for a fact I'm taken care of. Yeah. And that is, that means more to me than what I'm paying monthly. Yeah. Right. And that, well, that's, view, that's a huge benefit. It, absolutely. I mean, it's all cost is all, you know, price is all perceived value, or what, what you spend on something is perceived value. Every month you, you shell out a ton of money, right? Majority of your paycheck probably. All right. Everybody for what they perceive as value, you know, is $10,000 a lot of money? Yeah. I Most people would say yes immediately. I tell you, it's like, yes. I mean, you know, you're talking to the guy who, you know, lets up on a quarter to get a tighter grip, right? So, but if you told me you would give me a uh, 100000 I mean, let's go, you give me a half a million dollar house for $10,000, I'd have you a fucking check in 20 minutes. $10,000 would be nothing, right? Because you would say, holy shit, look at the difference in value. Right. So, you know, it's all perceived. So what kind of value you're bringing? You're right. It, I'm not the low cost provider. You know, I, most of the time I don't want to go with a low cost, you know? So, um, I want the quality, you know, somebody tells me, Hey, the owner's on the job every day. It's like when I go to a local restaurant around here, sandwich shop, whatever. And I, and I know who the owner is and I see his ass in there every day. That tells me something. That dude's in there. He's making sure it's happening. He's making sure it's right. That his people are on point. You know, like who gives a shit if I just paid ten dollars for a sandwich? I can go get a five dollar sandwich down at Subway, but that thing tastes like shit. <laughs> or I can go into my over to my people over there by you, Addison. I can go over to Emson's Deli, where there's not only uh, brother sister ownership in the business. There's a daughter working in there, and that fucking sandwich is primo. Primo, I'll spend 10 bucks on that fucker every day. Delicious, right? So, you know, I, I'm getting off track. We're getting down a rabbit hole, but I appreciate when you don't go immediately to price, you know? Like, it's not price is, is an addition to what you want to see from something. So, you give me shit, I don't care if it was half the cost of the other roofers. If it's shit, then you, you didn't give me a deal, Right. You gave me a headache, yep. you know? So I'm, I'm sure Nick can, can somewhat relate to this situation. Yeah. You probably, what the homeowner probably pays the, um, the deductible, right? And then you guys take care of the rest. Is that normal situation? Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, we do retail of course, but a lot of, a good bit of our work is, is insurance driven, you know, people having storm damage on the roof and they want to go through a homeowner's claim and, the way we the way we do it is the homeowner pays their deductible, um, insurance does pay the rest, and we actually upgrade the full roof. So you, a lot of times insurance will pay. A lot, a lot of these houses have a three tab torn year shingle, um, and they're real, real thin. They're kind of a faulty product. They're they're prone to get wind damage. They're prone, to, you know, 
20, 40 mile wind gusts. They got wind damage, of course, missing shingles. So we don't like to install those back on there. For one, they don't look good. And two, when you take the three tab off and you put a three, pa- three tab back on the end of the day, don't like you did anything. Right. Um, so, you know, the big thing I love about roofing is, that, is the end result that when we're done, what we can see, what we've done. So we upgrade the full roof for free. So we install like top of the line products, synthetic felt, ice and water shield, some of the things as far as underlayment. And then we do a, uh, an architectural shingle um, and it comes all the way up to, a, they can go all the way up to a 50 year lifetime uh, warranty on them. Wow. But it looks a lot better. And I know the homeowner's not calling us. The only reason they're going to be calling us back is usually to, re- to refer us or recommend us to a friend. You know, we haven't had any warranty calls since we've been in business. Nice. So, I, I want to I touch on that really quick. So uh, the reason I brought that up was sometimes dealing with insurance, it can be difficult, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and so in what way do you guys make that process easier or, or more beneficial for the customer? Yeah, we try to make it as smooth as possible. You know, we don't want any, it to hassle any anybody, and we also don't want to waste anyone's time. So if a homeowner calls me out, they think they got storm damage on the roof, and depending on their carrier, and James probably knows a lot of some carriers are could be a lot easier to get a roof replaced by. Some carriers, could, you know, the whole roof could be missing. They're going to tell them no. Um, yeah, here's so one square. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get one yeah. square for that one spot. Don't worry about the back of the house. There's a third company that they'll do what's called a repairability test and the test will fail and they still will just put in for repair for the roof instead of replace yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but we make it, we make it as smooth as possible. We basically, after, you know, when the homeowner selects us as a roofer, we tell them, yes, you do have damage. Uh, yes, you know, insurance would replace this roof. If, if we don't think there is, there isn't damage, we tell them, Hey, maybe you need to either wait or get a retail quote. But from there, we handle the whole process. You know, we meet the insurance adjuster. Um, we handle, you know, we work off the insurance at scope. We do, you know, turn in all of our certification completions. So a homeowner does nothing but get the roof replaced and pay their deductible. I see that. Is, and that's important. You know, that, that goes back to what you're willing to do for the customer. Because I'm sure there's other companies, roofing companies out there that, you know, they say, okay, go ahead and file the claim through your insurance company and then let us know when, when we need to move forward. Yeah, and then a lot of these other companies are what they do is James probably knows this too is the bill, you know, the insurance to say I'm gonna pay ten thousand dollars. The insurance will the the roofer will turn in their bill for like fifteen grand and just fight with the insurance company for months. You know, we're one of those guys we just we work we work off the insurance's scope, we do what they want us to do, we get paid, move on. We don't want you know, to make it a big deal with the insurance and fight for the you know, fight back and forth and stress out the homeowner because I just the way I look at it and I've had people tell me, Oh, Nick, you could be making so much more money by charging the insurance companies this much more money. And I'm like, well, one, these insurance companies like us, we don't have adjusters that don't like us. You know, a lot of these adjusters, they work the same claims. Yeah. And two, it's a lot, it's a lot faster for payment. And three, to me as a homeowner, if insurance comes out and says my roof's going to be 10 grand and then the homeowners tell me, and then the roofers bill the insurance for 15, to me, that seems kind of deficient. You know what I mean? Like, well, why are you trying to get so much more money? Right. right. And I think that applies to all business in the fact of it's a big world out there, but people forget the fact that there's still a lot of pockets of small community. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know everybody, but if, if there's an agent out there doing shady stuff, it's not gonna be long before somebody knows, you know, <laughs> you know, the, it's, it's going to add up the carriers know whatever. I mean, any industry I get it's a big world. There's plenty of clients for everybody, 
but don't forget the fact that people that are in your business, that niche, they're going to know what's going on. And your reputation is very, very important. And making a few more bucks today uh, just to be a little, little extra greedy or whatever the case may be. I mean, it's, it's going to cost you in the long run. You're going to get that reputation. It's going to be known for that. And you know, it's, it's not the way to do business. I mean, you, you got people got to think more long-term than just short-term. I mean, I get it. You got bills to pay, you got family to feed any of us listen, but don't forget long-term. I mean, you want to be in doing something and be successful 20 years from now, or, you know, you just want to make next month's nut. And I, I think that even falls into a lot of people get into that, that, that same focus of what you just said. They just, they're so focused on, you know, I've got bills this month. It doesn't matter what happens 10 years from now. When, if you focus and maybe you just need to dial some shit back, right? Maybe you yeah. need to downsize a little bit. Maybe you need to start pinching pennies a little bit more, but that's not as, that's not as pretty as, Hey, let me go ahead and get this check real quick for five grand. And then yeah. I can go ahead and I can go ahead and buy that boat that I want. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, for sure. That's prettier. That's prettier. And, and I think that's where a lot of people lose, not just in, not just in, in entrepreneurship, not just in business ship. Um, is business ship a word? It is now. Okay. It, it is now on, on the grind podcast. Boom. There it is. Business ship. <laughs> Um, or, you know, just ownership in general. It's not just about those things. It's about in life. It's about whether you're working a nine to five. If, if you're out here spending your entire paycheck in a week on silly shit, or you're buying $5 coffee every morning, think about what that $5 can be doing in that bank account, man, but it's not as pretty. And that's why people don't get, you know, that's why they're not putting money in a savings account or they're not putting money in, in the a Roth IRA. They're, they're not focused on 10 years. They're focused on right fucking now. And yeah, that, that can, that can bite you in the ass. Yeah, exactly. I got, you know, with us, you know, my dad, we're driving an 04 dually. And then I went, you know, I had to, I was driving a Ford, a Ford escape and I was roofing out of that for a couple of years and I just, it wasn't, it wasn't working, you know, we've got shingles going in and out of So I had to go buy a truck and I went to CarMax. I got a used truck and um, but you know, you look at a lot of them, like the competitors are driving sixty, seventy thousand dollars trucks around and you're just like, why? Like you said, it's just this, this one woman spend their money on. And now they got these, all this capital, all these bills, they wouldn't get a big office. They wouldn't get, you got a you know, nice brand new trucks. And if they don't hit what they hit last month, it starts going down from there. Yeah. You know, Cause they're, they're trying to keep up with everybody else. Yep. yep. Versus us now we're, you know, we don't need all that expensive materials, you know, get what's useful and keep going. Yeah. I mean, Hey, five years from now, maybe different story, but you know, where, where it's at and how it gradually grows 100% agree. I mean, like I said, people focus on the wrong things. You either focus on how you can't do it or then when you start doing it, you totally lose the the focus on the long term, where you're going, where you're, how you're trying to grow, building something of quality you know, I mean, it's like you said that about employees, hiring employees. I want to, I want to jump into that. I actually did it. I was doing an interview before we got in here. It's funny. I actually try to scare people away. I'm telling us about this earlier. I try to scare them away a little bit. I try to come off as intense as I can. All right. I don't know how great I am to work around. I think I'm all right. I got some funny jokes every once in a while. They're like dad jokes, you know, pulling quarters out of people's ear and shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but no, you're not. Yeah. No. Um, Hey, can I show you a magic trick? <laughs> Anyways, but 
I try to be very intense about, because I'm passionate about this. And it's not just because my name's on the door. I'm passionate about it. It's because I got to come in here and look these fuckers in the face every day. And they got to look at me. And we're going to, we got to, we got to come in here and drive hard and there's going to be friction at times because when you come in and start pushing shit around, you get some friction, you know, and making sure that they're going to be the type of person that actually wants to come in here and feel dedicated to something and want to move forward with it. So I, I, I'm interested, Nick, like you got, you got a couple of things you like to do when you're interviewing people that to, to make sure you're making a good hire because you want somebody for a long time, not a short time. Yeah. Um, well, I actually got an interview after this podcast um so we we, as far as uh we got two sales reps now um and we've looked out with both of them i kind of hand-picked both of these guys one guy's could i go to church with he's a marine reserve um i try in this industry i try not to i really don't want to hire anybody that was that's been previously been in industry for years because a lot of times and y'all probably know from experience when someone comes in if you're if they're new you can train them and mold them to how they want to fit your business versus them coming from another industry and thinking they're in their way and they want to do it that way and the way they know and, and roofing, if someone does it their way that sometimes can get you in trouble, especially as far as insurance goes. Sure. Um, but with the hires, we just, you know, we definitely look for a good resume, go off of their references um, and see what they're about long-term. And um, if it's something that, you know, they want to be with us and, we give them goals from the beginning, you know, this is what you start off with. And this is where I want you to be. You know, if, if, uh, if you work for us, I want you to be successful. I want your family to be successful. You know, I want you to, you know, love what you do. And I don't want anybody who's on jump ship, you know, six months down the road because somebody else dangles something else in front of their face. Yeah. Yeah. So my, so my new one that I'm doing now, when I interview somebody, the first question I ask them before we even get into the job, all that, I, uh, I say, what do you know about me and my company? I want to see if they research me at, at all. Look me up on Facebook, something. Right. Because you're telling me you want to come in here and work with my company and work with me every day, my people. And you don't even know who the fuck we are. That concerns me. And it just hit me recently. I, I like I said, I did it this morning. And I was like, you know, what do you know about me and my company? What? And it's like, oh, uh, well, you know, now you're in insurance. Well, <laughs> that's on the fucking front of the building when you walked in the door, you know? So that's, that's kind of my new thing I'm doing. I want to know somebody's actually like, they're thinking long-term like that, you know, like, Hey, do is this a place I want to go work or is am I looking for a job? Right. Let me, let, let me, let me pull into that. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Nick. The, we we're, so we're, we're doing interviews for an ISA, which is someone who comes in here and, and they make phone calls and, and, and they basically a sales rep. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, we're, we're going through these things and we're also having to do another um, set of interviews for an admin because my admin is leaving for Texas. And so we're going through these and it's two different types of people, right? You have someone who needs to be very uh, focus driven as far as people. And you have someone who needs to be very detail driven and focused on getting paperwork done, right? The ISAs were so easy to, have them come in and have a conversation with them because they they're people people in a way right the isas i'm having the hardest time we found one girl out of probably six or seven so far that was like she's like she she used to work for a flooring company and that in no way relates to an admin position but her mindset like the way that she wants to go forward with this she's like 
I can promise you I'm going to work harder for you than I've ever worked in, in flooring. And it's two different things, right? And I mean, right. this is manual labor coming from manual labor, going to a job where you sit nine to five and you were just busting ass on clients and you're busting ass on paperwork. We had another interview yesterday for the same position for the admin. She came in and um, my current admin was uh, interviewing her and she said, you know, what, what drove you, drove this, drove you to this position? She said, well, I think it would look good on my resume. That's what she said. How fucking crazy is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, cause that shows me your, your main focus right now is not to be in real estate. It's not to be in an, an admin position. It's to be the, whatever the hell's next. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. So, you know, that it's, it's crazy what, what people actually tell you when they're nervous, I guess. Right. Well, they just don't think it through. Yeah. I totally agree. Absolutely. It's fucking crazy. Mm. So we touched on, uh, we touched on referrals. We touched on the customer focus. We touched on processing and we touched on bringing value and referrals, um, and the hiring smart, which I think is huge. Um, so I wanted to go back to the focusing on little goals or smaller goals or short-term goals and then focusing and how they compounded to bigger goals. Yeah. Um, I think I was telling you originally when I, when we first came into business, I, my main, like my huge goal was to do a million dollars in sales in the first year. And I was like, well, if we do an average of, you know, we do 10, $10,000 roofs, we'll be able to clear that each month. So that was my goal was to do, 10 roofs a month, you know, um, starting out and starting out, that's, we were starting to get that, you know, we've, we had a coming into business. We already had a, we had a, a good presence. People were from, you know, family, friends, everybody was promoting our, our name and our, and promoting us of course. And I was getting out trying to make sales as much as I can. And it just grew from there. So as that, as that hit, you know, we start to raise our, raise our goal, you know, and, um, and since we've hired a couple of sell, you know, a couple of guys now, you know, now our goal is, to have a hundred thousand a month we want to do two hundred thousand a month um and we haven't hit that yet actually uh, we've we our highest month was last month in july we did 168 nice. um, yeah. yeah it's still i mean it's it's killer but uh but yeah i mean so we just made realistic goals and just worked really hard put in the time put in the effort a lot of time away from my family you know i got a three-month-old and a two-year-old and my wife and i'm getting home at seven eight o'clock every night but you know, I don't want to work long night. You know, I want to build and put as much time and effort in this business as I can. Um, with my dad, he's, you know, he's approaching, I think, 50, but he wants to put in a few years and he actually wants to retire, um, which I'm all for. You know, it's a lot of people, they work until almost the day they die. And, you know, our, our, our mindset is we want to put in all the time and effort we can now um, so we can work on enjoying more of life and more time with our family and our kid and my kids and, and from there. Right. That's, and I love how you're able to bring that to your, you know, the, the people, your team now, you're able to say, Hey, look, this is where, this is where I want you. This is where I need you to be right now. But the limit is up here. Like it's, it's right up here and you're being able to show them what the future actually is able to bring. And you're building a vision around your company. And that's, yeah, and so I, I set goals for them monthly. I'm like, look, you guys, should be handing out these many cards a week. I'm talking to as many people. I said, your goal should be able to get, you know, 10 leads a week, you know, try to sell at least 
you know, try to sell at least four brews a month. But realistically, if you want to, like you said, you want to be up here, you know, if you want to, you know, you want to be making six figures a year, which is what I want everybody that works for me to do. I want you guys to be clearing six figures. You need to be trying to sell 10 roofs a month as well. You right. know, and so, I mean, uh, right now, like I said, we got two really good guys or they're after it. They're hungry. Um, one dude came from working from Lowe's to now working with us and he makes more money than both his parents. So that's I mean, awesome. to me, that's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's legit, man. Yeah. Being it like, and how does that make you feel knowing that you were able to provide that? Uh, I mean, it's, it really makes me, because he's making more now than, I mean, even I was three years ago, right. you know, just to see what he's doing because of me, but from where, where we came from too, you know, me and my, me and my wife were serving and bartending. That's where we met. And um, I got the opportunity to do the roofing and she was the one she's like, Nick, just jump on it. See if you like it. If you don't like, like James said, then you're at the same spot than when you started, but you right. might like it. It's came into all this and, the week we opened our business, we found out she was pregnant with our, our second one. So we're like, all right, we got to make this happen now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, some, that's, some, that's some of the best motivation you can have is when it's like, uh, uh, there's a bun in the oven. Uh, <laughs> let me go sell some. I got to go right now. Yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> I had a big, you know, big part to do with it, but her, uh, you know, going through the pregnancy, the, you know, her, she's, you know, of course, she's one of the people that she didn't handle pregnancy very well. She, you know, a lot of morning sickness for seven, eight, nine months. And, uh, and doing that along with working and with the, the baby, the kid we already have, our toddler, um, it was definitely challenging. It's been a challenging, challenging year. And as they get older, it's definitely getting easier. And now she's able to actually help us and kind of take over a lot of the admin work. Um, like, like you guys were talking about, cause that's been a thing is not only am I running, four or five appointments a day, getting on six or seven routes, but I've also been answering a call, answering phone calls, sending out certifications and completions. My dad's been ordering materials, you know, so we've, I mean, we don't stop. So having her take that a lot of off of us now has given me more opportunity to meet with more homeowners and meet with more customers and um, also train and work with my guys more one-on-one too. So it's been good. Yeah, that's cool. I, so you saying those things, so like how much of that is now, and I know it'll become more than the future because it's still probably pretty new, but how much right. of that is kind of almost like a, a badge of honor? Like y'all talk about it like, man, pregnant, starting the business, everything going crazy, trying to take care of the little baby, getting it all going. Like those will be the stories, you know, and everybody's got some level of that, right? Where right. it's like absolute insanity. You almost like you question your sanity, like what you're doing, Right. Yeah. Like that's the stuff you look back and reflect on. And like, that's some, one of the things that made me better. That challenge going through that is what makes us even more worth it. It's what makes me more grateful, more excited of what we've been able to achieve because of all the challenge and obstacles that were in the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, it, it, if you, you just open, it would just be a completely smooth process with no yeah. ups and downs. I mean, it's almost like it's not worth it, but when you go through all that and then, you come out and you're like, all right, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. Um, I mean, it's, it's awesome to look back on. So, I mean, that's something good. I mean, everybody listening, they need to, they need to take note of that. Like don't shy away from the challenges. I mean, I don't look to go find things that are going to kick my ass, <laughs> but if I see something that's worth it and it's a big challenge to get to it, but it's worth it, then I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Even if I am scared, it's good to be scared sometimes. I can't tell you how many times I've been scared of my business. It's good. It drives me. 
right? And then I get to the hurdle. You know, I always call it the mountaintops. Like the harder the climb, like the higher the mountaintop, like the better the view, you know? And you're going you're gonna to celebrate it because you're going to look back down that hill and be like, man, I just climbed that fucker, you know? And this is where we're at because of it. Some people, like I said, it, it all goes back to long-term. Looking at that, you know, there's definitely a lot of sprints. Sometimes you got to focus on next week's paycheck. But, you know, looking at that long-term and how it's going to get you there, you know, don't sell yourself short on that. I mean, think about where you want to go, what it's going to take to get there, decide if it's worth it, and then get off your ass and do it and, 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 and make, some, make some movement forward. I mean, it's the only way you're going to get there. doesn't matter what the hell you got to go through to get there. You just got to go through it to get there. So do it. Don't make it complicated. Yeah, just, <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just, just do it. Like. So it's 100% it, though. That's all it is. You know, there's, I, I think a lot of people, when they, they, they plan on opening a business or they, they want to do something extraordinary, they, they put too much into it. They, they're like, all right, I got to draw it all out. This, all this has got to happen. This has got, we got to do this. And instead of just putting in the time and the effort and, and just moving forward. And Nick, I'll say that I, I'm that guy. Like it doesn't mean <laughs> Addison's laughing because he knows it's the fucking truth. <laughs> I am, I am that guy. I'm going to overthink it and I'm not going to do anything. So, uh, you know, it, it's not that you got to change who you are. You just got to better understand who you are. You know, it's crazy. We can know all the things that's going on with everything else. Not whatever you're, you're fucking, uh, fantasy league, whatever. But you, you know, it took me a while to realize how little I knew about myself and how my brain works and then started analyzing it. Like, why do I think this way? And I'm one of those people that I will overanalyze the shit out of something to be able to move on it. So what I do, I, I kept it simple. Now I call shit drafts. It's not the final copy. It's the draft draft one, send that shit out, get to using it. All right. I don't like it anymore. Now it's draft two. Nothing's ever finalized. And as soon as I did that, it clicked my weird ass brain, maybe my simple brain. I don't know. It could start using the material. I could, I could get it off my desk and get it out because I realized, Hey, this is just a draft. We're going to perfect it later. We're going to perfect it later. It's not going to be perfected now. And every time I do that, we get something out. And then you know what I realized pretty soon? No, eh, that shit wasn't too bad. We're going to stick with it. It's pretty good. It's working. That's simple. So it's not like you've got to be this one type of personality or do it just one way. You just got to understand how your fucking brain works through it and then line that shit up and, and, and do something with it, you know? Right. And I think a lot of that is just being self-aware on who you are and what you do. Um, that, that's a big thing for me where I have an issue with that is it's, I, I'm always go, go, go. And I don't take a lot of time to focus on, you know, how many or what the thoughts that I'm having are or, or what is going on or how I'm actually doing something or how I'm focused on something. It's just, I get so caught up in, in the do and not so focused on, you know, what the hell's happened up between the two ears. And I think a lot of people can get a lot out of that if they just take some time and just put a pause and say, look, why am I thinking this way? Just like James said, why am I doing this? Why am I doing it this way? And then why am I thinking like this? And then, being able to use it as, as your tool to move forward in what you're doing. And Nick, you've obviously, whether you know that you've already done this or you're already doing it, uh, you have a big thing on, on being able to understand who you are as a person, being able to go through a few of the things that you've been through and then understand 
look, this is how we're going to get this shit done. We're going to set these little tiny goals, not little tiny, but you can say we're going to set these short term goals. We're going to compound these into bigger goals and then showing, showing the people the vision. You know, if, if you, if you can't bring what your thought is up here and show them to your people, then nothing works right. If, if they can't see the vision, then it doesn't work. And you, you've done a good job with that from what I hear from you. Right. So is there anything I'll, I'll else you want to add? Well, I, I do want to just add a resource for people talking about getting to know yourself better. If you haven't ever done it, I'm not saying it's the only resource. I found it very helpful, but the Enneagram was really good for me. Enneagram's great. Uh, they have a, uh, yeah, it's a N, oh, I'm probably going to butcher it. It's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Thank you. Yeah, Enneagram. Go ahead, sorry. Google Google that shit, okay? How about that? All right. Anyways, the Enneagram, now you can download the app. There's a book, and then you can go on and like take the test after you read the book. Book's just to reference, guy. I highly recommend the app. Uh, I, I can't remember what it was. It was like eight bucks or something. But then you can go do you can go through it and do the Enneagram and then see how you compare on the chart. There's there's nine numbers. What's cool is you figure out your number, like your primary number, your secondary number, and then it tells you like um, details about uh, like mine's like the perfection or the performer perfectionist, um, and then it tells me when I'm when I'm like in my sweet spot like traits about myself when I'm just kind of normal, but then when I go bad or not necessarily bad, but I'm, I'm in, I'm in non-productive mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just off. It, it shows me how my traits will do it. And let me tell you, man, for me, maybe that's why I'm such a big advocate of it. It was spot on for me. And it tells me what numbers I start moving towards for the different personality types. It, it's really cool. It's really cool. I like it. It's taught me a lot about myself. The other cool thing is I haven't done as good job as I should have, but I'm trying to study and learn so I can try to be quicker about spotting what number someone else is so I can read them better. And then I communicate with them better. Is it a test? Uh, It's not a test. I mean, you go through and you answer several questions so it can, it can define and figure out kind of where you fit. It's never going to be a perfect fit. Like I said, I felt like it described me really well. Um, I'm a three, by the way, with a kicker. My kicker's a four because I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay. But anyways. Look, the uh, reason I brought that up was I always find myself trying to outsmart the test or outsmart the questions. So every time I take something like that, it always comes out different because I always try to be better than what, you know what I'm saying, dude? There's not wrong answers though, man. Dude. And maybe, maybe you're, uh. Maybe you're, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but something's getting in the way of that. You need to quit. With the mind, I think. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I, I like it. Yep. So I love it. I think it's a good, I think it's a good little thing. Well, well, well hopefully our listeners will um, take the test. Yeah. And if you do, man, I'd love to chat with somebody. Hit, I mean, hit me up. Tell me what number you are. Yep. And I'll tell you how my number's better than yours. Wow. That's good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Get fucking ego yeah <laughs> um all right so nick um is there anything else you want to bring awareness to anything you want to say anything you think that might be beneficial to our listeners other than what we have already laid out um yeah i mean just the recap you know if there's in life whether it's a business or you're a small goal i mean it's just 
put in the time and the effort will, will always be beneficial, whether it doesn't end up where you want. And it's just a learning lesson. I just think, you know, kind of waking up and, and, and taking after life. And, you know, I also own a small clothing brand and that, and it's called civilizing savage clothing. And the slogan on that brand is fear to unlive life. And that's kind of just since I started martial arts at a young age, I've kind of tried that, you know, it's not, it's not about do not fear death, but fear an unlived life. So at the end of the, in a day, I think a lot of people, they, as they get older, they, they, they feel like they missed out on a lot of opportunities that they didn't take in life. And also, you're never going to end up, you know, you're never going to know where, I never thought I was on a roofing company. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know exactly where I was going to be, what I was going to do. Um, and I think just taking that step and where you think your life's getting, your life's going is, can always work out for you. You know, giving something an opportunity to do that, you might not have thought you was playing it. You might have thought you were going to do something else, but you know, if there's a path that's in front of you, it's always worth that shot and worth that try. Um, Cause I don't want to sit back when I'm 65 and be like, man, I wonder if I would have done that. Right. And yeah. that, you know, so now it's like, well, if I didn't, it failed. At least I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That's cool, and, man. Uh, and if you're our listeners, you know, they need a roofer, I'll definitely take care of them. So they can reach us at a, uh, Eight three 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 two one hero is our number, and then our website is yourroofhero.com. Cool. Are you guys? Uh, are you on uh, Facebook or Instagram? Anything like that? Yeah, everything. Yeah, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I love taking photos of all of our work. We do a lot of, we, you know, we fly a drone, so we'll take a drone picture of what the roof looks like when it's done, and we'll post on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, you know, we got a, a we got a big presence on on both social media outlets. I got a lot of people calls and they, they were recommended or referred by off of us off of facebook so nice awesome excellent man that's that's great info um i think everybody needs to remember all this information is not just for you starting your business right like if you're in a company take all the same shit and apply it like if you've if you've been wanting to step up in the, in a company you're at or try to become more of a leader inside a company, then today's the day, like fucking step up and do it, you know? So it's universal how this stuff applies. It applies at home. If you want a better relationship, you know, put in some fucking effort, take some risk, you know? So Nick, man, great conversation. I love this stuff. Um, excited to hear about your business. I mean, prime example of applying yourself and doing something with it. So wish you all the best. And definitely as everybody heard, you know, get rid of the zero, go with the hero, right? Make it happen. So we'll have Nick's information on the uh, show notes, check him out. If you need help on anything and definitely, uh, you know, you know, uh, stay in touch, watch this guy continue to crush it. So Nick, thank you for being on. Appreciate you. And uh, with that grinder out. What?